0: Yeah, so a planer board is actually just a device that's used basically to get your line out away from the boat. Um, it's it's basically a device that's going to allow you to stay organized. So you can run three, four, five, maybe even six lines off of one side of your boat by no. using a planer board. And the ones that I use are actually off, by offshore. Uh, they're called offshore planer boards. You're going to have left and you're going to have right planer boards. And basically what you're going to do is you you'll clip that planer board to your line after you let out a set amount of line that you're gonna be uh, trolling Mm. with so if we're running crankbait and we're fishing 30 feet of water maybe we're running uh, a bandit back you know 40 50 feet behind the boat camel boots on my feet bow in my
1: hand walking in
2: Hey, Redbone, did you hear about that new deer feed? What new deer feed?
1: Hey, Buck Grits, boys. You ain't heard of that yet? Buck Grits? Buckgrits.com. Buck
2: well, tell us about it. What makes it better than any other deer feed?
1: Well, Buck Grits has got the protein a deer needs. It's got the fat a deer needs. It's got the amino acids. It's got the energy. It's got it all, brother. It's going to well, bring them back after the rut, and it's going to put a rack on their head.
2: And it's going to help the and dough, I assume, too, after they have the fawns.
0: That's right. Keep the fawns going and get them for the next crop. Well,
3: where can I get Buck
2: Grits?
0: Buckgrits.com. You can get a sample, you
1: can order it directly from the website, and we're coming to a retailer near you.
2: If you want to help a deer hurt, use Buck Grits. I've been on a big boy for a while. I can load him in the back of my truck. We can take it to a holler. Take it to a field. A crowd's a creek of a big old hill. Yeah, right Wise Eye presents Welcome to American Roots Outdoors, everybody. We had some rain here the last couple of days and we had a freezing, freezing last week and it went to 60 degrees. Now we're back to the 40s, Red Bone Wayne. Crazy weather here in the Ozarks.
1: Yes, and Happy New Year to yeah. everybody. Yeah,
3: Happy New Year. Yeah, and actually, we're in the 50s.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're in the 60s of Birch Tree.
3: Yeah, it's been nuts. It that's why everybody nuts. sounds like this. Yeah.
1: Well, you think yeah. about it. It was 38 below zero with the wind chill last week. And well two, was, weeks, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and then it was six, and now it's 67 degrees just the other day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. that's like 110 degree swing in temperature. Yeah. <laughs> and you thought you and you thought you was getting away from it when you left Cleveland. Well, I don't mind the cold. Trust me. It's just it was the snow. I can, I'm so glad I got away with. Uh, you know, I couldn't stand the you know measuring your snow and feet sucks <laughs> <laughs> measuring in inches i like that all
2: right guys let's talk about current events what about the football player the nfl with the bills uh it's sad it's yeah, sad,
1: Re- really sad situation mm-hmm. yeah but they did say today that there wasn't He's doing better yeah they, they got him down to 50% oxygen from 100%. So Yeah,
3: and, and, and folks were recording on Wednesday, so yeah. by yeah. Saturday, it may be a totally different story. But, right. yeah, as of Wednesday, uh, he still wasn't breathing on his own. Right. Vital signs were good, but he's still uh, being intubated.
2: Right. You know, after watching the video,
3: I've not seen
2: it, but my nephew watched it, and several people said, you know, Alex, he never really got hit Mm-mm. that hard. A there could the be more to the story than we know why he had that heart attack or, well, or incident or whatever it may have happened. If you, uh, the I'm, impact.
1: I'm forgetting the name of the. Could have a bad heart. Uh, of what it is, is that uh, if you catch the. Uh, if you get thumped in between beats because your heart works on electrical impulses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when it gets down to the uh, uh, Purkinje fibers and that and it start, starts coming back up mm-hmm. before it goes back to the AV node, you have that quick pause. And it's that pause between the T wave and your P wave that will cause if you get hit at the right time, right moment, everything uh-huh. has to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, it'll actually send you into a uh,
2: cardiac arrest.
1: Yeah, cardiac arrest, uh, either uh, uh, V fib or uh, VTAC.
3: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, and I, and I figure, I mean, he did take a hit, uh, the crown of the helmet right to the chest. Right. Yeah. Uh, probably contributed to it, but but then his heart actually stopped twice mm-hmm. before they got him in the ambulance. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and who knows, everything else is speculation at this time. Just prayers that he is okay.
1: And initially, because I was watching the game live when it happened.
3: I was too.
1: Um, initially, I thought it was going to be a head injury because when he got hit in the chest, it went up to his chin. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, like a boxer, you get knocked on the chin, yeah. and you got, you know, your head goes a little, and he fell over. That's what oh, I thought it oh. was you know, a sad situation.
2: Well, anyway, yeah. prayers to his family and the Bills and everybody, the family and friends and everybody in the NFL you know local sports high school basketball teams. we got some great teams here in our listing areas of all eight am fm networks they're bobcats man they're really doing it aren't they
3: they're pretty good i mean they got a lot of they got a long ways to go to get where they want to go but uh, when you're starting three sophomores uh, there, there's a lot of room for improvement but they're pretty good they play hard uh, mansfield is really good yeah uh, licking yeah yeah licking licking's pretty good Oh, you know, and, and elsewhere around the Cape region. Cape Girardeau. Yeah, the, a- Taxton, the, a- the Ava girls Power are Bluff, really good. Salem.
2: Salem, yeah, no disrespect, you know. But, struggling, uh, yeah. struggling, struggling. Yeah. And well, there, there are others. Liberty played last night. I went and watched them at Donovan. Mm-hmm. They uh, was leading a 16-point lead over Donovan in the first half and ended up leading the game at halftime by five points, come back and get beat by 19. Explain that. Yeah explain that well apparently they quit making shots <laughs> they threw the ball away a bunch mm-hmm. and they didn't could not figure out how to recoup to or adjust uh the penetration they was beating us
3: inside bad yeah. bad well, inside you know sometimes just one team mm-hmm. is just better than the other one that's just the, the way it is good i'm telling you they're mm-hmm. really good yeah yeah and the level, like i said the ava girls are really good their girls are pretty good west plains girls you know, mountain grove really pretty good. decent uh, yes, Mountain Grove girls aren't bad. They yeah. beat Willow Springs Wynonna, the other
2: night. Wando not doing bad for a little school. What about South Iron? South Iron beat Bunker.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. big that, and that's big because Bunker you know was ranked number one yeah. at the time. South Iron was beat so
2: ranked third. Yeah, yeah.
3: But anyway, uh, yeah, a lot of big time basketball. It's, it's, it's a good year.
2: Walleyes were catching walleye on the Current River. They're catching on Black River. Eleven points. They're catching walleye on the lakes. And is the show, everybody's for the walleye fishermen. This is the time to start catching the walleye here in the Ozarks and across the country. And we've got a professional guide, Cody Solberg, Public Relations for Tide We. You're hearing Tide Wee everywhere. It's amazing, isn't it, Redbone, mm-hmm. how big and how fast this company's growing. What do you think about it, Wayne?
1: Well, here. I tell you, no matter, it seems like anything that I want— that I've been thinking about getting, it's a one-stop shop. Yeah, you just look it up in Tide Wee, and they seem to have everything. And yeah. I, I'm still having uh, sticker shock, and and not because <laughs> it's stuff is expensive. The pro- it's the, the, the other way around, right? I'm thinking I'm going to be, you know, it's going to be like 190 because 200. Some yeah. of these boots that we bought in the past, and these boots are I got a pair better. Of- Right. They're better than what, you know, yeah. some of the ones we had that in the you past. pay $190 for.
2: I got a pair of lace up rubber boots right yeah. now that you can buy for $39. Well, they're, wow. hunting, they're hunting, rubber boots. Boots. Hunting, hunting boots. They're hunting boots. Yeah, their hunting boots were under 100 Tied boots. <laughs> uh, it's amazing what they're doing. And they stand behind the product, you know? Yeah. So, you know, but anyway, Cody Soberg, also, he is a representative for Piscafun Fishing. And What we're going to do is we're going to talk about walleye fishing, how to get started in walleye fishing with Cody Solberg. It's going to be a three-part series.
3: It's going to be a great show. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, before we take the break and and we get to Cody, uh, I want to mention something that's coming up on January 26th at uh, the Twin Pines Conservation Education Center. They're having their Eagle Days and of course these are being held all over the state right now Uh because this is the time of the year when we see the most bald eagles Uh in our part of the world so they have these eagle day events and at that event uh, mdc or the excuse me the dickerson park zoo in uh, springfield is going to be bringing in a bald eagle and a golden eagle wow and have them on display so you can get up close and look at them and they're going to answer questions and tell people about habitat and stuff about eagles and Mm. where to best see them and that kind of stuff so uh but the uh, they say that the uh, space is limited, and if you've ever been to Twin Pines, you know that it is. So you need to contact the folks at Twin Pines to make your reservations. And again, that's uh, January 26th from 6 till 7 p.m.
1: Oh, I'm definitely taking the kids to that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For yeah.
3: kids, that'd be fantastic. We're going to a break. When we come back, we got Cody
2: Soberg with Tide Wee, Piscafum Fishing, talking about walleye fishing. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all. It's Tyler Ford, and you're hanging with me and my good buddy, Alex Rutledge, on American Roots Outdoors. Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day?
3: I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move.
2: Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology. This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera. On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. Yeah.
3: And how do I find out more information about these guys?
2: You go to wiseysmartcam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use wise Big old hill. Year after year. Got my gear. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors, everybody. Uh, as promised, we've got special guest, professional walleye fishing guide, Public relations for Tide We, Mr. Cody Soberg from upstate where it's cold, Wayne. <laughs> this guy's been catching walleye through the ice. I've been watching his YouTube channel. And it's crazy. They sat there with the Piscifon reel and rods, these little bitty rods, and uh, they're live scoping and, and pumping this this baits up and down. And all of a sudden, he's catching whitefish. He says, all these things. I hate these. I thought, man, these whitefish, people go crazy over them down here in the Ozarks, oh, yeah. the yellow suckers. And uh, finally, Cody said, well, people like them up here, too. We're just trying to catch the walleye. Well, Cody, welcome to the show. How's it going? <laughs> going good, man. Going good. So, 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 Cody, let's talk about Cody Soberg.
0: Yeah. Who, who yeah, is absolutely. Cody? Who is Cody Solberg? Yeah, so uh, I'm actually a 26 year old from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, kind of started my way into the fishing and hunting industry about well four years ago now. When I started making videos on YouTube and Um, long story short, I kind of worked my way up through the ranks and eventually was able to quit my full-time job and and start doing media full-time. And, uh, you know, with, with the extra spare time that I've had, um, I've actually started guiding for walleyes as well. Fishing's kind of always been a passion of mine and I wanted to take things to the next level and start sharing, you know, my passions with other people that are wanting to learn. So kind of where, that's kind of where I came from. And, what I'm doing
1: now. So you're you're cheesehead.
0: <laughs> am yeah. I, am yeah, I correct? We're, we're cheeseheads here in Wisconsin. Right. We're actually going to the Packer game this weekend. Okay. Now I was gonna say, <laughs> when you are you
1: one of those guys that you're so dedicated that if you're fishing on Sunday, you have it on. You're wearing your cheesehead helmet there and and fishing. <laughs>
0: um, well, no, I mean I'm not that dedicated, but uh, I do I do spend my fair share, uh, you know, watching the Packers play. So.
2: Well, will tell you what, we love the Packers, too. Truthfully, we do. We like the Packers. What about Rodgers and Rodgers? Mike's over there shaking. He's no. in. No, I don't like him." Okay, Far- yeah. I don't like
1: him. Favre or Rodgers. That's, yeah, that's that my was the question. Farver Farver. That was
0: my question. Rodgers. Which one? Oh, man, if I had to choose, I guess I, I'm going to go with Favre just because that's who I wow. watched when I was growing up, and he was probably one of my favorite quarterbacks for the Packers. Oh, well, he was good.
3: Yeah, yeah, the old gunslinger. I like him, too. Yeah, well, I've got to say, 26 years old,
2: and here you are, you're you're, you're running, basically running Tide Wee's public relations and marketing and media. Uh, How many followers do you have on YouTube?
0: Yeah, so I've been actually growing pretty quickly on YouTube the last, basically the last year here since I started posting videos again. I had a long lull there, basically, for like two years, kind of, when I was working full time, and I didn't have a whole lot of time to post, but since I started posting videos again, as of last year, um, I've, I've grown my channel substantially. I'm, I'm up to about 4,600 subscribers now, hours. Wow, um, pretty good it's growing rapidly. Yeah. And you got a
2: huge reach. That's the thing in your content. You know, as I said earlier in our conversation, I watched some of your videos, man, you edit them yourself too.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I, I go through the grind of film it at all. And then I go home, sit down for a couple hours and, Uh, edit videos that's that's what i do
2: (laughs) well cody i gotta say it's it's, your 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 content is very informative and what makes it so good too is it's it's not just informative but it's entertaining you know and you just seem like a common guy you know i think that's why you're being so successful wayne have you seen
1: his youtube stuff actually i just pulled it up and, and uh cody if people want to pull up YouTube and find you, do you is it under a company name? Is it under your name? How how are they going to find you on YouTube?
0: Yeah, so all of my personal stuff um, is actually under the name of Cody S on YouTube. That's that's the channel's name. Um, I I go by that name. I thought it was something simple, and it's a personality that people can relate to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, You know, so I went yeah I went with Cody S on the name for that. And then as far as Tybee's YouTube channel, you know, I do enough hunting and uh you know review videos of our products and stuff on on Tidely's youtube channel too as well and that's just simply Tidewee outdoors
2: well you're doing an excellent job and and to all the younger generations listening you know no dream is isn't not unreachable you know cody's proof of that you know yeah so your inspiration to a lot of our listeners cody that may be young listening uh we're going to talk about some more things here before we go to a break but uh i'm excited i'm impressed
1: i'm I'm excited to start talking about the walleye fishing because (laughs) coming from uh cleveland you know we used to walleye fish in lake erie like weekend week out i mean it was oh yeah walleye capital of the world is what we were known as but uh now cody may say something you know he may say no wisconsin's (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: i'm not gonna argue with that one lake erie is just one of those special places that's pretty near and dear to my heart as
1: well well it was the only thing special that is in cleveland right now so yeah yeah.
3: (laughs) now the people on the upper spring river will also argue with the fact about the uh, the walleye a lot of walleye in spring river
2: yeah spring river is down here cody and and that's what we're going to talk about and we got about two minutes left here before we go to a break but let's let's uh one minute he says but what we're going to talk about when cody comes back is how to get started and how to become a walleye fisherman. This is going to be a – I hope you don't mind, because we like to do a couple of series with you.
0: Yeah, and that's not a problem.
2: Yeah, so we like – this would be a part one. We may do a part two, possibly part three. if Cody will do it with us. But uh, how to become a walleye fisherman. What equipment do you need to buy? How do you get into walleye fishing? We're going to go to a break. When we come back, everybody – We'll have more information for you with Cody Solberg with Tidewee Piscifun Fishing. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more right after this. This is Brenda Valentine, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and Friends.
3: a big old hill. Year after
2: year guys it's food plot planting time here in the ozarks and all across the country
1: what are you planting this year wayne i'm gonna put some smorgasbord in with a whole lot of clover you gonna wait, put wait, some wait, extra wait.
3: clover in it what smorgasbord what is smorgasbord
1: man it is a variety of annuals and perennials that'll get you through fall time winter time and all the way into spring it's awesome.
2: You want to plant healthier food plots to track all kinds of game? Go to www.eagleseed.com. It's a smorgasbord. You know, we all get tired of certain things. The smorgasbord has everything. Your deer will love it. Eagleseed.com. And my
3: old pair of hunting foods passed on down. You know, Alex, there is a company in the outdoors that wants to provide quality hunting gear at affordable prices for the everyday hunter.
2: Yes, there is, Redbone. It's Tide Wee. These guys are a blue-collar company. They make excellent products that's very affordable for everybody. And these guys want to help every outdoorsman live
1: out their passions in the outdoors. And to find out more about this company, just go to www.tidewee.com. That's T-I-D-E-W-E.com.
2: Around your heart, so you never got to worry. What the, way- what the Ammunition presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. Again, on the phone, calling in from upstate Mich- Wisconsin. I almost said Michigan. Oh, man. Wisconsin. <laughs> this guy is impressive. 26 years old, uh, marketing guy, professional walleye guy. And you also catch... Uh, perch and crappie and all kinds of stuff. And, uh, Cody, if somebody is listening here, uh no matter where it's at and this is a podcast there's in 19 countries as well on a radio show and we got a lot of Ozark listeners here in the Missouri Ozarks and we mainly fish the rivers and lakes here and we don't do any ice fishing. Very few people ice fish. Uh if somebody wants to become a walleye fisherman, how should they go about getting started so we can educate them?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to start getting into walleye fishing, I mean, simply you're you're gonna need you're gonna need some fishing gear. Um, okay. Obviously, you're gonna want to start out, you know, with some fishing rods, some tackle, um, and then you're also gonna need some patience because there's always a learning curve when it comes to you know targeting a new species such as walleyes. Uh, you know, walleyes can be a uh, really temperamental fish at times and can sometimes be stressful. But you know, if if, if as long as you are, are patient, you have the right the right gear to get you. Um, to get you started, you can get out there and you can start, you can really start catching some fish, especially in uh, river systems in the spring. Um, even on even on lakes, if you have any sort of access that you can get to that you don't need a boat or a watercraft, uh, you can definitely do some damage from shore.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh, Wayne, I know Wayne and Redbone's chomping here to ask question. What kind of equipment do they need to get started with? Uh, what do you suggest? Well, I would.
0: Re- What's that?
2: What do you suggest, rods? Well, uh, we,
0: as far as rods go, um, I mean, there's a there's a very large selection of rods out there mm-hmm. right now. As far as custom rods, um, you know, just simple rods that you can buy at a bait shop or a bait store. But I always like to run medium medium um, medium action rods with fast action tips. Sometimes in the spring, uh, if you're if you're fishing for finicky walleyes, you're going to be doing like a jig and plastic type of presentation, which is uh, you know something that can be done very simply off the shorelines. Or you're just going to cast a crankbait off the shorelines. Medium mm-hmm. light rods or medium um, action rods with fast action tips are always kind of going to be your go-to rods for catching walleyes. And uh, if you're going to be casting from shore, which I'm assuming if you are just starting getting into walleye fishing, um, you're going to you know you're going to want at least a seven-foot rod or longer mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that you can you know get the distance that you need to get out. Cast out to you know yeah. certain areas to target those fish. So, so you fish
2: rivers too,
1: right? Yeah, Cody? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so Wayne, you got a question? Well, I was, my my question is, if you're do do they also need to know whether or not they're going to be drifting or trolling? Is that going to make a difference yeah. in the rod selection?
0: Yeah that's gonna that's gonna make a that's gonna make a very big difference. Obviously. Um, you know, if you're going to be trolling, you're going to be using a whole different set of rods. Basically, going to be using trolling rods with trolling reels, which is a whole other setup from a jigging, from a jigging setup.
1: Mm-hmm. And which which do you prefer? Which I mean, I myself am a drifter. I like doing that, just floating yeah. along, and dragging. Yeah, well, not in the river, but just on on the lake, letting the waves just kind of give you the motion for the up and down on your 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 uh, jig, uh, or like airy dairies. Is that's what was one of my favorite ones to use, but
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, trolling is just going to be another tactic to to help you cover more water. Honestly, I'll use trolling in the spring, especially if I have customers out on the boat, um, just to put numbers into the boat, get, you know, get boards out there. Mm -hmm. Here in Wisconsin, we can run three lines per person. Um, You know, so if you got two guys in the boat, you're able to run six lines off of each, or three, three lines off of each side of the boat, and you're really able to cover some water. Whereas if you're drifting, Uh, Typically, you're running, you know, one or two rods kind of next to you, just drifting, uh, you know, a a certain area that maybe has been hot or maybe that you marked fish at. Um, You know, just between the tactics, trolling, you're just going to be able to cover a little bit more water. But there's definitely different gear involved when it comes to trolling than there is um, to drifting.
3: So, Cody, uh, you know, here we are, and, and, you know, we're talking wintertime walleye fishing. So what is the bait of choice if somebody wants to go out I hear one of the rivers, or go or up the lake. Yeah, yeah, go go to the lake or whatever. Catch walleye. What is the winter winter time bait of choice for those walleye?
0: Yeah, I mean here in Wisconsin, uh, we have a lot of tributaries running off of Green Bay, and one of the most popular ones here is the Fox River. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it froze up here a couple weeks ago. We've been hitting that pretty hard, and uh, you know the best possible bait that we've been using out there are just jigging wraps with a metal head. You know, size five, size five jigging wrap is kind of the go-to bait out there um some guys are running slab wraps some guys are running ripping wraps but just smaller presentations have seemed to be uh you know putting fish on the ice for guys
2: okay most of the guys here in the ozarks that fish the rivers they they fish hair jigs they 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 pump they're pumping hair jigs and they may tip it with a minnow uh also some of them do trolling with a crankbait or bottom bouncers uh a lot of fish are caught that way and uh Mostly trolling uh, with a troll, some type of trolling bait. But anyway, we got Cody Soberger on here. We're talking about how to get started in walleye fishing. We're going to go to a break and we're going to come back and wrap up the radio show with segment four with Cody. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more right after this.
0: Right here, right now. This is Chancy Walters listening to American Rust Outdoors with Alex Rutledge, the our Curd bull.
2: Redbone, Wayne, have you heard about the 12-volt power packs?
3: I've heard a little bit. Tell me more.
2: Yeah, what it is, it's it's a battery that you can hook to your cell cameras, uh, even charge your cell phones. This company's become really innovative, Wayne.
1: Yeah, I've got a couple of them myself, and they're so easy to use. My six-year-old helped me set them up in the woods on my wise eyes. If
2: you want to improve your battery life in your cell cameras, check out the 12-volt power packs. I like to do that. Do they have a, a
3: website?
2: Yes, it's jkroutdoors.com. Bug Ritz presents... Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. Walleye fishermen, we've got an awesome show for you. This is segment four. This is the final segment of our radio podcast show, but not the podcast. we got a bonus segment for that. Cody Soberg marketing public relations for tide we uh pro staffer team member with pisca helps with social media there uh this guy is very knowledgeable he's only 26 years old but this guy makes his living with social media and walleye fishing and guiding fishermen cody you said something in the last segment of the show talking about using a board when you're trolling and fishing talk about the board for our listeners
0: yeah, so a planer board is actually just a device that's used basically to get your line out away from the boat. Um, it's it's basically a device that's going to allow you to stay organized, so you can run three, four, five, maybe even six lines off of one side of your boat by using a planer board. And the ones that I use are actually off, by offshore. Uh, they're called offshore planer boards. You're going to have left and you're going to have right planer boards, and basically what you're going to do is you you'll clip that planer board to your line after you let out a set amount of line that you're going to be uh, trolling mm. with. So if we're running crankbaits and we're fishing 30 feet of water, maybe we're running uh, a bandit back, you know, 40, 50 feet behind the boat, and then we're clipping on those offshore planer boards, throwing them in the water and letting them drift away from the boat. And when you start letting your planer boards out, basically you let your outside one all the way out, and then you can run, you know, three, three, two or even, you know, up to five planer boards inside of that outside planer board. I mean, there's, there's really, it depends on how many route holders you have on your boat, but pretty much endless.
2: So when you reel that board in, you just, you, you hold on to, you unsnap it from the board from your regular line, it's into your reel. Then you unsnap it again and hook it back up, then reel the fish in.
0: Yeah. So what happens when a fish gets on is your planer boards, when they're running with, the crankbaits on them they're going to run perfectly straighter they should run pretty true when uh-huh. you're running through the water so when the fish does get on one basically what's going to happen is that planer board is going to fall back behind the rest of them indicating that there's a fish there so you'll wow. grab the rod you'll start you'll start reeling you know reeling it up you'll get up to the planer board all you have to do is take the planer board off and then it'll just be you and the fish up to the boat
2: now, here in the Ozarks, do you think, the, is the water clear up there? Because here in the Ozarks, most of our holes on on the rivers, some of them 20-foot deep and less. Could they use the boards here also, possibly?
0: Yeah, I've, I've used the boards on the Fox River in the springtime up in four, three feet of water at times. Um, wow. So there's definitely there's definitely areas that you can use them in, in extremely shallow water.
1: Yeah, we've never seen anybody use boards down here, Wayne. Yeah, I was going to say, I, the few times I've been on any of the, the lakes and talking to fishermen down here and rivers and that, I've never seen a planer board. But, uh-uh. you know, that's what I was telling Alex, uh, I whispered in his ear while we were talking, Of yeah. uh, you know, on Lake Erie, that's what we used to all the time. You know, because it, it'll give you a, like a 40-foot span behind your boat mm. instead of just, you know, the the eight feet, you know, for the, your boat width, uh, you're, you're gaining so much more ground. And like Cody said earlier about how important it is to cover ground if you're trolling. Yeah. You know, most of the walleye, and,
2: and I fish with, uh, Monty York and Nick York. These guys catch the walleye now and they troll a lot and they'll throw hair jigs and, uh, crankbaits and stuff like that. But we troll and it's like a half mile an hour. The secret is yep. trolling the right speed, getting that bait in the right depth. They don't run any sonar devices or anything down here. Nobody does that I know of on the rivers. Now, the walleye fishermen on the lakes, will run and find the channel swings and all that, then troll to find the walleye on Lake, Lake North Fork and Clearwater and Wapapella and bull shows, But that's how they catch a mare Redbone.
3: Yeah, so I'm, so I'm, I'm not familiar with boat fishing uh, hardly at all. So yeah. I guess the, these boards, is, is that somewhat like an outrigger that, that fishermen use to get deep in the water? Is it kind of the same principle?
0: Um, outriggers are kind of a little different. If we're referring to actual equipment, um, outriggers are actually used on on Great Lakes boats for, like, salmon, trout. They're also used out in the ocean, uh, from my understanding. Uh, but an outrigger is a little different. You'll actually run line down, uh, basically a set line that is out to your outrigger, um, and you can run numerous lines off that set line. But that's, that's a whole different setup than planer board. Okay.
3: I know that, you know, some of the fishermen use outriggers— unlike uh, norfolk mm-hmm. uh, to get deep this time of the year for the stripers uh-huh. and the hybrids
2: yeah yeah well i tell you what guys uh, we got about three minutes left here in the show and i i think what our listeners have learned here Redbone, uh cody uh wayne is that you know the type of rods that they need mm-hmm. uh what type of reels do you suggest and what type of line and what size of line
0: yeah, so typically what I run on all of my walleye setups, for the most part, is anywhere from 10 to 15-pound braid, mm. um, uh, along with, you know, a 25 or 3,000 uh, series reels. Um, so most of the, Actually, all of the reels that I use are, are PC fun reels, so I'll actually use Carbon X uh, 2,000s, 3,000s, Honor XT 2,000s, and 3,000s paired up with, um, you know, 7-foot Seven two medium medium action rods for any type of jigging or drifting purposes, but normally fifteen pound braid down to a fifteen pound fluorocarbon leader is all you need.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. Now, if, how can people uh, look and find information on uh, Piscifun?
0: Yeah, so Piscifun is actually PC Fun. all e-commerce. Yeah. It's an all e-commerce company, so you okay. can. You can type in PCFun.com. You can find all the products available there. Uh, They're also available on Amazon as well. But uh, PCFun has been a growing brand for the last about five years now. Uh, They started out with reels, and they've really been growing fast, and they got some great products for a great price.
2: Yeah, Jason Brennick is the spokesperson for PCFun, and I've been saying (laughs) PC PCFun. And uh, I can't wait to get my hands on these reels and rods because I'm going to – I'm going to tear the smallmouth up with them and the walleye. And I tell you what, Cody, we appreciate you being on the show. We got the bonus segment coming up. and Wayne's going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about some more stuff with Cody about
3: getting the right setups. Red Bull. Yeah, and I think what's important here to mention that people, you know, just hear this and say, let's go catch some walleye. Uh, when you do boat that fish, don't just reach down with your bare hand yeah. and, and grab a hold of that fish. For people that don't know, they got teeth and they will rip you up.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I found that out the hard way the first time I caught one. <laughs> yeah, I put my hand up under the gills <laughs> a little bit too far. Yeah. And, uh, I caught them teeth, boy, to rip my fingers up. Yeah, so, Cody, how can people follow you?
0: Yes, you can follow me on YouTube. If you type in Cody S on YouTube, I'll pop up. All my videos will show up there. You can hit the subscribe button to watch. Uh, my videos there. I'm also on Facebook. I go by Cody S Fishing on Facebook. You can go there, follow me, and uh, I'm going to be having. I'm going to be opening up a website here soon too, as well. Beautiful. If you're looking to book a guide trip in Green Bay, so
2: so let's talk Tide Wee real quick. People wants to learn about Tide Wee. What's the website?
0: Yeah, so Tide we, All of our products are available at www.tidewee.com. You can also find them available at Amazon as well. Uh, we have a vast number of SKUs showing up on the website now, um, and uh, we just actually started a brand-new website called TrueWildlife.com. That's going to be a whole entity where you can actually find PC Fun products and TideWeek products all on one site.
2: Awesome, and he also does giveaways almost weekly on the we page, everybody. Yep. So if you go there, live feeds with Cody talking about products, and you, you're liable to win something. Wayne, tell
1: us about the bonus segment. Yeah, when we get to the bonus segment, all you got to do is go to your Uh, favorite podcast carrier we're on all of them right now just type in american roots outdoors click like follow favorite whatever it is and uh uh, you can also check out our website too Uh, don't forget to check that out at www.americanrootsoutdoors.com yeah go
2: follow com and piss how do you say it again pc fun pc fun pc fun go follow these guys like them and share their pages to all your friends. Tell them American Roots sent you. We want to thank you for listening to this part of the show. Again, if you want to listen to the podcast, go to your favorite podcast carrier. Type in American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and Friends. You're going to find us, and you're going to learn how to walleye fish. We want to thank you for listening. And remember, share the outdoors with a kid. Share it with somebody. It's our heritage. It's what God gave us, the given right to be in the outdoors, to hunt and fish, and walk this earth. Wayne? And when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry
3: what the wind might do, American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Accurate, deadly, dependable. Hornady ammunition. From a two man operation in 1949 to a world leading innovator of bullet, ammunition, reloading tool, and accessories design and manufacturer today. Hornady. Each piece is hand inspected to ensure consistency and quality. Ammunition engineered to perform flawlessly. Simply put, the best. Hornady ammunition. Find Hornady ammunition at a retailer near you, and at Hornady.com. Eagle
2: Seed presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors, the bonus segment. If you're listening to this, you must be listening to your favorite podcast. Care again, we have Cody Soberg, professional walleye fishing guide from up in Wisconsin. He's also public relations and marketing media for Tide Wee and PC Fun. And I said it right. You said it. I said it right. I didn't say Pisca fund. PC fund. And Cody, you ain't mad at me for saying it wrong, are you?
1: No. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Tomato. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Wayne,
2: let's share some more knowledge with our listeners how to get started in walleye fishing, man, he showed yeah. some great information.
1: And he did. And one of the things that, uh, and I'm going to see if it's, he would have the same tip that I would, but when you are first starting out, and let's say you get out there and you get your lines out and you're trolling and that, and you're, you're hitting the water fresh, do you put on different kinds of lures on each one of your lines and then wait to see which one hit and then change them all out? Or do you do you put all the same on at the same time?
0: Yeah, no, you definitely don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Um, a lot of times when I go out, I, I'm, I'm hitting bites that I have historically done well in in the past. So um, from being experienced, I would, I would possibly run all of the same thing. But if I was going to a brand new body of water, something that I've never fished before, um, I would definitely throw a selection out and tell me what the fish want. Um, letting the fish tell you what they want is a lot easier than trying to make them eat. What you want
2: them to eat? <laughs> you know, normally here in the Ozarks, guys, uh, listeners, when we're trolling for fish, we only run one lure on one pole. I don't know what the law is, or we have to check it, but man, that would be something, Rick York, Nick, yeah, Monty, to run more than one
1: lure. Think about that. I I want to say it's it's two poles per person, but I think that might be shore fishing only. I don't know what it is. For I the have boat. to look it up. Yeah,
2: but anyway, this is great information, Redbone.
3: Yeah, it is, and uh, uh, you know, and, and it's a fishing that you can do here in the wintertime in the Ozarks because the rivers never freeze over. And and Cody talked about that. You can you can walleye fish from the bank. If you find you a good place. Yep. Uh, my question, I guess, Cody, when it comes to river fishing for walleye uh, in the wintertime, are we going to fish the shallow parts of the river? We're going to fish the deep holes.
0: Yeah, so based on my experience from fishing the rivers here in Green Bay, um, especially in the winter time here, what you kind of want to stay away from are those deeper channels. Uh, there's going to be fish residing in those channels. There's going to be a lot of fish in there, um, but most of those fish will be tight to the bottom, um, and they'll be really lethargic. They'll just kind of be chilling down there. You're not going to get them. You're not really going to get them to move around a whole lot. Those fish aren't going to be you know really active. So what we like to do is kind of pull up on the flats, those ten to twelve foot. Where the sands at? Where the
2: sands at? Yeah. Right out of the gravel on yeah. the sand spots. That's yeah. where we we'll catch them.
0: Rocks, gravel, you know, sand. Just those those bigger flats that are on each side of the river. You're going to want to target those areas because those are going to be the areas where those walleyes are just going to be a little bit more active. Um, that's where the bait fish are probably going to be hanging out. Where the walleye' are really going to information. Those wow. walleyes are really going so to yeah, really be hanging out looking for food.
3: Yeah, and, and is walleye, if you're, if you're fishing with these walleye, are, are you going to need to be fishing around feeding time? Or can you attract these fish with your lures to, to get them out of the deeper holes into the shallow?
0: Yeah, no, you're really not going to pull them out of, you know, the, those deeper channels. Um, that's something they just kind of have to do on their own, and that's all based on a timing basis. Um, you know, peak times are going to be right away early in the morning. You know, before that sun's coming up and then even as that sun is coming up, um, you know, until that about that midday time, normally around 10 o'clock, things are going to kind of start to slow down a little bit um, until you get to that later later feeding window at, you know, like 3 p.m. in the dark.
2: What about full moon? What's your thoughts on fishing on full moon for walleye?
0: Yeah, I've honestly, there's some times where I feel like the full moon doesn't affect them too much, but then there are times that. You know that that moon phase does affect them, and they they just they're a lot more active. There's a lot more fish moving around, and you can put a lot more fish up on the ice quicker on full moons than when there you know there's no moon at all.
2: Now you're talking ice fishing there, yeah, but here, yep. here the guys talk about man, I can't wait for a full moon. I can't wait for a full moon to go troll. Well, it's because they rivers. can
1: see better. Well, well, serious. <laughs> yeah.
2: I want a full moon. We can troll, and that's when they catch them here. Well, controlling.
1: I, I mean a full moon in in, uh, in it's the amazing Ozarks. How different it, right? It's different. Well, full moon in the Ozarks is like a sunny day in Los Angeles. You know, I mean, because you got so much light, you know, because it's so dark here that it, it you can not only can you see better to navigate your boat, but it's definitely gonna be better, I I imagine. I mean, I haven't done well, it down here, but for the fish themselves to be able to see better. I'm just that
2: most of the walleye fishermen here, that's what they say. Hmm. They say I wanna want a full moon. I mean, it's it's different than up there, I guess.
0: Huh. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, it's it's definitely a theory that you know while I, or really any kind of fish is going to be a little more active on those full moons just yeah. because of the phase. Yeah. You
2: know, um, so, you know, so is there phases that these fish go through, and we'll talk about that on our next episode, our next segment of the show. But is there phases that they go through, kind of like deer do or turkeys? You know, they'll go through phases, you know, where they they breed and they're more aggressive when they're breeding, uh, when they're spawning, in reference to a deer that's, you know, going out a rut or last part of the rut. Can you compare that in a sense?
0: Uh, not necessarily. I okay. mean, when when you do get into, you know, the spawn, walleyes are just going to be a little easier to target. Um, you know, they're going to be up against... You know, really shallow shorelines. They're okay. gonna be packed in rivers and they're just gonna be a little easier
1: to target. Yeah, and our in our next episode we're gonna that's what we're gonna be hammering on is the spawning and, and how yeah, to hit how them, to and what lures them. to use using and, and what, what kind of finesse you need in those nesting areas for sure.
2: Yeah. Well Cody again, man, great information. We're gonna wrap it up here. Again, how can people follow Cody Soberg and Tidewee and PC Fund?
0: Yeah, so if you want to follow me, once again, my my handle on YouTube is Cody S. You can find all my videos there on YouTube. Um, I've got a great selection of, of walleye content there, salmon content there um, from Wisconsin. And then uh, if you were looking for some Tide We PC Fun products, you can find all of that available on TrueWildlife.com. Uh, we have a great selection of products there, and then you can also beautiful. find it available on Amazon.
2: Beautiful, com. beautiful. Cody, you said something about wanting to give something away. We give something away every show. What do you want to give away to one of our listeners that we pick a winner from, from PC Fun or Tide or from Cody Solberg uh, to our next winner? What would you like to give away?
0: Oh, why don't we do uh, like a rangefinder giveaway? Did you like Whoa. that rangefinder? Do I
2: love the rangefinders? These fishermen are going to go crazy over that, and, and the <laughs> yeah. deer and turkey hunters—they'll love that. That rangefinder is awesome, man. I love mine. Wayne yeah, and let's, them, let's go ahead. We'll
0: give away a Tide Wee Range
2: Finder. Here we go. Tide Wee Finder, Wayne. Talk about how they can enter to win that. Uh, well,
1: we'll do a uh let's do uh we'll do a Facebook post on uh maybe favorite uh, topic of this episode. Have people uh tell us what, what was their favorite thing they learned off the episode. And uh anybody that leaves a comment with their uh, favorite part of the episode, uh we'll pull from there. And they want to go
2: like Cody's page. Oh, exactly. And Tide Wee and peace fun. Yep. Yep. so they got like all three pages that's what we're going to do and they got to make a comment what that favorite question or part of the show was how's that
1: that sounds good you like that
2: red bone I like Cody. That it you good with great. that awesome sounds, again thank you great. Cody thank you so much man you're full of information you're a great guest great show everybody follow this guy and follow Tide Wee and PC Fun and remember when your roots run deep and strong there's no reason to fear the wind